Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Do you want the best rates on term life insurance? Then remember this number, 800-989-1415. Protect your family with 250000 or more in term life insurance coverage and save up to 75%. Rates are lower than they have ever been. So now is the best time to protect your family with quality term life insurance. Call now for your free quote, 800-989-1415. We'll shop the top-rated insurance companies to get you the best rates from companies you can count on. So don't wait any longer. Call now for the lowest rates ever and save up to 75%. Even if you have term life insurance, you can always add more coverage. If you don't, have term life insurance protect your family today. The call is free. Call Term Direct now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850 free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-561-2351. 800-561-2351. This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com. Segregation, determination, demo. 
I hear we got tonight on Marvelous Monday. Uh, is anybody online? Who do we have here? Odell Carr online. How you doing, Dr. Carr? Quite yeah, well. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was trying to I, I was trying to figure out if uh, Sister Pro Sister Shirley uh, McKellar. So okay. I hadn't heard anything, but uh, hey, you know what you know what like say so, you know me and you uh, you know what me and you can do, right? <laughs> well, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So we'll just keep it warm till uh, Sister Shirley get okay. here. Uh, but this, but but I'm Arthur Fleming, and you are. I'm uh, Odell Carr, aka Doctor Odell Carr uh, slash Reverend Odell Carr. And a few other names. All right, and uh, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna try to. Hold it down till our sister uh, Shirley to get here. Hope she can get here, uh, you know, before the before the show is over. Uh, Ryan, if you're not, you know, you can come on in. So uh, you, know, you can do that. Anyway, so how you been doing, Dr. Carr? How you been doing? Well, I'm uh, doing well now. I'm uh, resting from uh, being away for an entire week, uh, providing care to a loved one. So we finished that assignment and I'm back in my home and back in my office and back at my desk and back on Block Talk Radio and happy to be here tonight. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right. We're glad to have you back. And, you. Uh, you know, of course, because as usual, you know, the world is turning uh, yes. uh, real fast. And so, uh, you know, so we got to just keep up, you know, keep up with it and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of go from there. So, so uh, uh so what have you gleaned? So what's been happening from the? I mean, what have you been seeing going on in the world for the last? I mean, since last time you here, because it was like two weeks now. So well, uh, there's a couple of things I like to men- mention as we uh, warm the program up, and uh, it first thought comes from uh, discussions that we had some weeks ago about the South, and so I'm coming on the program tonight with the mantra, uh, "Save the South." I'm looking at what has happened recently in Allen, Texas, and what's happened recently in El Dorado, Arkansas, and we have guns firing and children dying. So I'm really, I'm really hopeful that uh, we, uh, as a team, will uh, attack this subject, look at it, examine it uh, inside and out, and look for some possible ways that we can eradicate this horror uh, in our country, wherein uh, young children and innocent people are being uh, killed uh, on the streets of America, in the malls of America. I'm wondering now, uh, how are people 
beginning to feel when they leave their homes in the mornings? Are we thinking about whether or not we're going to get back to our homes or to our families or no? So we have a very interesting and terrifying phenomenon, I believe, that's taking place. I did some research today and uh, discovered that uh, to date, uh, 200 times since the beginning of the year 2023, We've had mass shootings with a number of people killed and maimed. So uh, I think uh, that's been on my mind, uh, number one. Uh, secondly, I've been reading a book that was referred to me by the Reverend W.C. Timms of Magnolia, Arkansas, a former Justice Department employee, civil rights worker, a man who's lived to be 100 years old and who influences me greatly uh, with regards to books and materials that I should read. And I uh, bought uh, a book called The Black Power Imperative, written by a white man whose name was Theodore Cross, uh, who was uh, born in 1924, who was a lawyer, a civil rights activist, publisher, investor, and interestingly enough, a bird photographer. This guy has 900 pages of information that uh, Mr. Fleming, in essence, is saying to us, this is what has been happening to you as and African people in this country, this is who has been doing it to you, and here are some uh, suggestions about what you should look at, examine, and perhaps uh, coalition about so that you can not only save the South but perhaps save the nation. So my mind's been uh, kind of swirling around in those elements here lately, and I'm uh, – Deeply interested in hearing what uh, feedback we'll get from the team uh, when everyone gets on board tonight. Yeah, and remember that you forgot about the uh, the uh, a guy that ran into the crowd to the immigrants down in Brownsville. Well, you know, uh, uh, I, I heard I heard a snippet of that. Bring me up to speed on that one. Well, let me finish up from trying to tell you, uh, in the context of what you're saying. Uh, okay. You know, okay, like they, 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 you had had the guy. You know, ran to a bunch of immigrants trying to kill them, you know, and, and so forth and so on. Uh, at the same time, the, the, the here in Texas, we got the governor was uh, somebody he wants to give a pardon to a guy that ran to a crowd and killed killed a, 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 a you know a, a black a black uh, a live matter uh, protester. And so, mm-hmm. and, and I say the 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 appellate court turned it down. So now it's going to be interesting to see if if the governor. You know, it's for murdering people. That's what he seemed like he's for. If he's going to be, uh, you know, doing those types of, uh, you know, making those types of uh, uh, moves. But uh, mm. now, like, but now, uh, 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 I think you pretty much uh, diagnosed what the what the situation is. Basically, basically, we're in a uh, we're in a we're in a civil cultural war. A civil, civil cultural war. Okay. Okay. And so that's where we are. And so, and so the weapon, the, the weaponry. Okay, now we got folks now that's trying to, and, and of course it's been going on for a while. And so they finally got there, but but they 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 so, so they introduced first they introduced hate, and they introduced regular actual weapons. Mm-hmm. So now we weapons and hate. Okay. So 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 that's what so so we got so so we just have to come up with is uh, what's the weapons. Against those weapons, yes. so what's the weapon, in your opinion, against those weapons? I think that the the greatest uh, weapon 
against those weapons was expressed by Asa Hilliard III. I have uh, two or three of his books, and he talks about particularly us being in a culture war. And he says that the, the first line of offense when you're dealing with a culture war is being properly informed uh, as a people that there is such a thing as a culture war. Because as you mentioned, you have hate, I'm going to call it A, and uh, weapon is B, and C, uh, A plus B equals C, which is death. And that is what we're seeing on the streets uh, in our cities and in our country. So I think that the, uh, the African mind has to be resurrected back to the roots of what is it that we actually need to do to combat these these atrocities, and that is we've got to be informed about the fact that we are at war. This is Shawshank, and we are so at the, risk. Tell us what the weapons are. What's the weapons? Information. Information. Not, we, not knowledge and information. We don't we don't use AR fifteens, but we use information. We use truth. We use historical evidence to uh develop a basis for winning the battle. So we don't we're not out here with guns and machetes and shedding the blood of human beings. Uh, I believe that our quest is to deliver and to save and to help black people survive in a war on a battlefield, and this program, in my view, is one of those weapons that we are uh, using in order to accomplish the goal, which is to uh, save, S-A-V-E. I think people's you know, souls, if you will, perhaps are like saved for eternity, but I'm worried about our lives in America. I'm worried well, about and, that. And another weapon that those up to weapons create is fear. Okay. Yeah, fear, is they, absolutely. fear is the biggest weapon that they, uh, I mean, that the uh, that this, these culture wars are, you know, are using. And so, uh, and, and again, like I say, you know, we have to come up, you know, we have to be, uh, you know, have, you know, information and, and continue to learn and continue to speak, uh, you know, truth to power and basically just tell, tell folks what the actual uh, situation yes. is. Uh, yes. You know, culturally, again, Again, you know, like uh, as this culture war, like we're in the midst of it, uh, black people, uh, these these folks that use this fear, they want you to. Uh, okay, first of all, America's going to change. White folks say it's going to go down. Most, you know, a lot of white folks say because you know they lose their privilege, whatever. But but actually, you know, you don't have to go down with them. That's what I'm trying. That's what I want We we don't have to go down with them. If that's the way they finna go down. You see what I'm saying? Because they don't have to go down like that either. All they got to do is change their perspective and understand that, you know, hey, you know, we can work with anybody uh, to create, you know, this new global economy that's going to happen, uh, this new global arrangement, whatever it's going to be. And so, again, African Americans, we have the moral authority to, uh, you know, to, to lead, you know, to lead America. Right now, I hate to tell you, but, you know, and, and, it's, and it's just not America, but globally, you know, the stuff that has been done by America and some of these other countries to the poor countries, you know, it's, you know, you know, the information age has made it more uh, uh, accessible. So folks are looking, you know, folks are seeing what's happening. And, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of stuff 
you know, you know, it's just been about controlling, you know, other countries and stuff. Uh, I think it was uh, who, who was it? Uh, not Toure, but what's the the Pan Africa's name? I can't think of the name right hand that, that was going. I, I can think. But anyway, that was going to create a United States of America over in Africa. Now you know what mm-hmm. happened to him, right? They killed. Right. Him. Right. Right. So what I'm saying. So it's a lot of things that's that's coming to light. Because because I'm always saying, well, after this the United States, well, they tried that. And, and and the powers that be the the, the folks that's exploiting uh the you know, the, the resources over there, you know, they just go and just, you know, uh you, you know, kill off a lead and regime change. Mm-hmm. So we gotta understand that now in the information age here, a lot of information we're you know, DNA now we actually know I can tell you pretty much where I come from. If I went to Africa, I go to Cameroon or I go to Nigeria, I could you know, and I go look for the bank. So I, so, so I know a lot about what I can go do now. I know a lot about my history here. So as I learn more about me, I become a new person. I become another person. I'm not, I won't, I'm not the same person. Every time I learn something, then I'm a different person. Now, the same way with the folks listening to, every time you learn something, you're a new person. So so from that perspective, uh, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we just got to just keep on sharing information. I'd like to ask a question about fear because that's such a an integral part of this discussion and I'm 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 asking the question how does what ideology is being spread across the globe that people who perpetrate these crimes what's actually working into the where is their political philosophy where is their Fascism is a political philosophy. Fascism. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you remember the first article that I wrote uh, for uh, uh, the North Dallas Gazette? You know, I talked about you know I talked about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Fascism, fascism didn't get a name until like World War II. Uh, and when they and, and when the fascists came to to get a system to use, they came to the South in America. So fascism, and if you read my article. Fact, America was created out of a fascist state. You go look at mm-hmm. the definition of fascism. That's America. That's interesting. So, so if you understand that, you know, America is the mother of fascism, and so now we're dealing with. So we're dealing with, you know, a, you know, an original form right now. And so Why you understand. That, I wonder. Why I mean, that, I wonder. For the government structure, for the government structure, it, it started in America. Yeah. Okay. It, it was the South, uh, the targeted area for the root of fascism because of the King Cotton, or because of the uh, African American enslavement. When, when Hitler, when, when Adolf Hitler got ready to put his uh, plan in place, he came to American South. To okay. Get to, to see how they were doing it, and he so he could adopt those things, and he and he and he and he said he didn't want you know, he didn't adopt all of it because say he said it was too harsh. Okay. And, and so that, 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 that's kind of ironic because you know the base he used the basis of it, and he you know while the, while the system was harsh, you know he was you know, he just straight up just killed people, so he didn't even fool with them, right? Right. You know, he didn't just people around. So basically, I'm just saying that again. The system that was used in fascism, Mussolini didn't. Mussolini coined the name fascism, 
But he didn't create it. He didn't create it. You know, it mm-hmm. was created right here in the USA. Okay. You know, that's why we still have that's why we still have uh that's why we still have slavery uh, in the constitution. Mm-hmm. If you go to go to prison, you look at the constitution, it'll say it. You go back into slavery. Still in there. Mm-hmm. That's still in there. That's fascism. Wow. Yeah. And so and, and so when you give the state uh the right to kill people, that's fascism. Okay. But when a state can kill. You know. So okay. you know, that's state power. That's not necessarily doing nothing for the folks in the communities that you know, it's not doing nothing for them. That's the state exercise their state power of life and death. Like they're doing right okay. now with the abortion. They you know, where they did all this stuff right here. Same you know, same okay. thing. The state imposing their power. Uh well, you, uh, you know, individual. Okay. Well, you know, this fellow who did the uh, shooting at the mall in Allen, Texas, I read a little bit about that this afternoon, and it looks like mm-hmm. he has some uh, philosophical beliefs or ties or influences from Nazism, uh, I read, and uh, yeah. it appears that that root that was planted here uh, many years ago by Hitler and that system is still, you know, alive and apparently well because we're having people killed just recently uh, with uh, a gun by a person who uh, has a belief in Nazism. And as you just commented, Hitler just felt like, well, I'll just kill them. That's the best way to accomplish my goals is kill people and conquer the lands. Yeah, if he didn't just, you know, he didn't basically keep us around, quote, I'm I'm, I'm just saying, you know, know, anyway, you know, he he feel like keeping them around. Mm-hmm. He just went mm-hmm. up and killed them. Mm-hmm. So he took it to a so he took it to another level. Yes. You know, I guess he said rather than rather than treat sit around and treat you harshly, I just rather kill you. And see, mm-hmm. you know what I'm You know, we talk about uh, you know the, the six million Jews got killed. Man, they killed a lot more people than that in Africa. Yes, absolutely. They killed a lot Leopold more people than that. that. Oh yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, so, absolutely. And so, so there's a lot of stuff being revealed right now. You know, like like I like I told you, like I'm you know, I was talking to my uh, a neighbor. You know, she did ancestry DNA. You know, so like you know, she's bound. You know, she got bound too in her stuff too. So you know, she mm-hmm. so she was sort of you know, doing research on that. And so okay. I'm just saying that you know, as we learn more about who we actually are, then that's empowering because and then as you learn and then we also understand start to learn how how uh, the religious history was converted uh, or, or deeper uh, from its original form and, you know, uh, used to, you know, used to do all kinds of bad things for a long time. Absolutely. So Absolutely. You know, we have to, we're coming to understand that. And that's about, and again, that's just about, uh, and, then, yeah, and that's why I told you about, you know, I said to you before about, you know, if you go to a church, uh, and, 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 and the pastor tell you about you know your you know your, your eternal life, and I believe that you know I, I believe I believe what I term. If you leave that church scared to die, something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of discussions about that subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. 
You know, so you ain't convinced nobody. Nigga, I don't know what you did, but you didn't convince nobody that they had eternal life. Because <laughs> otherwise, hey, I think they would have a different attitude. They'd be skipping going out to church. Yes. But anyway, like, but that's kind of a, but not like, but yeah, but, you know, we're in a culture war. Um, uh, fear is the, fear is the, you know, lead weapon created by, you know, hate and, 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 and you know, other uh, things involved. So basically, I'm saying, you know, we just have to, um, what we have to do, though, we have to empower ourselves with knowledge, right? Uh, yes. We have to empower others with knowledge. And for the ones that don't want to be empowered, we have to be examples. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So fear and hate are still on the front burner. Uh, fear and hate are still uh, good working partners, and fear and hate still to this date uh, seems to be uh, effective in its use among the masses of people. So I, I am, I am curious. Uh, I am interested. And I am emboldened to dissect and to examine and to determine what in this world is producing this kind of mindset in people, human beings who are born in this world just as we were born in this world, who were schooled and educated just as we were. What what happened? Where did the thing? Where did things go south? The demographic shift. When the demographics began to shift, me and me, me a friend of mine, we talked about this back in after Obama got elected. And and uh, when when they talked about it, they said, well, in these many years, white folks will be a minority. And we talked about it then. We say, I say, now, I don't know, I don't know exactly what white folks gonna do, but they gonna, I say, well, they gonna do something crazy. I say, cause <laughs> you know, you don't know what they gonna do. And so now rolling it forward. This is this what they this is their reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look I at demographics from the context of I am losing white privilege, you know. And I try to explain to folks that's, that they believe in democracy instead of privilege that you know really in reality you have no no you have no more rights than the lowest black person as far as rights. Whatever rights we that's why when we get rights everybody gets them. So you know, and because that's mm-hmm. because because before we get them, nobody had them. And so, with the demographic shift, what they feel in is that they've been lose their privilege. Now most of them ain't getting the privilege; they just getting the the white status moniker, right? Well, I'm white, okay. you know. So they getting them. They vote okay. against their interests. They, 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 vote, they vote against their own interests. And all that. Every day talked about it. He said, you can okay. tell us. He said, you can get a, he, he said, all you got to do is tell the lowest white man, and he better than the black man. And he said, you can pick his pockets all day. He was talking about political. Yeah, I, I, remember, they, I remember hearing that for the first time, and I was like, wow. He, he actually did say what he said, and the answer is, yes, he did. Yeah, because he because that's the way because that's the truth. You yeah. know, because remember now, uh, remember now, these oligarchs and these folks, these uh, uh, you know, money people, you know, they don't care nothing about white people. Mm-hmm. 
forget about white people either. That's mm-hmm. why they give them the white stuff. He'll suck on this. You mm. know what I'm saying? You, mm. you know. Interesting. I, I remember that. I, I, I'm not six minutes. They did an interview, and it was, you know, and it was interviewing this white guy in Trailer Park. You know, they, I mean, they went classic. White one Trailer Park. Uh, uh, you know, and, and so he was, he 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 was, and it's saying, you know, what he basically, you know, he basically weed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he was saying, uh, and then so they were saying, well, what do you think about? You know, if they cut uh, food stamps, I think it's about food stamps. You know, what do you think about they cut food stamps or something like that? You know, some of that stuff that they basically supposed to say white, but it's more. He, he said, well, he said, well, he said, hey, he said, I think they need to. Cause da, da, da. He said, yeah, but he said, yeah, but if they cut, he said, you're not going to get it either. He said, what you going to do if they cut it? If they cut it, well, 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 I, well, I do something. Is that what he said? <laughs> I'll do something. <laughs> he said, I'll do something. Is that what he said? That's a response, but not an answer. <laughs> it was a response, but not an answer. I'll do something. In other words, what he was saying was, what he was saying was, I'm white. Right. And, what he was and because I'm white, I'll get he said, well, my way he made a dual open because of my whiteness. Uh-huh, yeah, but I'm white. Yes. You know, and he actually believed that means something until it don't mean nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know. So, you know, so 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 they got them feeling like, okay, well, are you willing to not have food stamps so black folks can't get them? I sure am. Don't give none of us none. I mean, they lie. Well, well, that's that's illogical, but that is, as you say, it's illogical. Like for them is I'm white. Say all right. that stuff right there, and under the Bible you say, but I'm white. Like, but I'm white. <laughs> That's a status that that means something to them because their status is attached to the historical lies that's been yeah. told. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so so on. So so you know, so they're attached to that. They don't wanna they don't wanna know the truth. They don't wanna know the truth now. I'm telling you that that they, mm-hmm. uh-uh. mm-hmm. they running from the truth. They they don't wanna mm-hmm. know none of that. That's why they wanna get rid of they wanna erase me in your history. They ain't nothing. They wanna uh you know, I told you what, you know, I told you before we're in a we're in a uh uh abusive relationship with white America. Mm. We have all the stuff of of an abused spouse. Wow. And, and so that's where and so that's where we are. Uh and so, you know, we just have to uh, you know, just keep working. You know, just our time to do what we you know, whatever it is we're gonna do. So just let us. You know, start doing it. Take some action. I think you're right. You're exactly right. So, so give me and, your and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that uh, our listeners uh, will begin to pick up on some of the uh, works, books, uh, names of other people that will be mentioned. And as you were explaining the uh, the democracy demographic shift, uh, I thought about uh, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, and I remember being embarrassed to have never heard of her until way too late in the game, uh, and her books, you know, the ISIS papers and her uh, lectures and her speeches and work that she has done in concert with Mr. Neely Fuller, Jr., 
these folks, uh, Mr. Fleming, have explained explicitly and specifically what this thing of racism, white supremacy is all about. And Neela Fuller opens his program every Tuesday at 8 o'clock a.m., and he says if you do not know uh, what racism, uh, white supremacy, what it is and what it does, then everything else that you know will only confuse you. And he goes on to outline nine areas of activity wherein black people uh, all over the globe are affected in a negative way because of what's happening uh, in uh, racism in its system. And he did something very, he does something very interesting. There are times when people will call into the show and ask him a mm-hmm. question about racism, and he will respond by saying, think about yourself as being in Shawshank and think about the characters in the movie Shawshank and think about how the warden is God in Shawshank and you may lose your life at any moment in Shawshank. So he talks about the world Mm -hmm. as being sort of like a prison and that we are all kind of prisoners, you know, shuffling about. And so it would be too, it would be unfair for me to try to explain this the philosophy of these two great human beings. So I'm hopeful that people will pick up on these names and purchase their works or uh, research their uh, YouTube uh, speeches and and especially tune in to Mr. Fuller's program on each Tuesday because he just lays it right out the flat in a language that I think every person can understand. So perhaps just me mentioning these two, would be a plus for someone in the listening audience to say, I think I'll tune in and see what that guy's saying. I think I'll look on the computer and see what uh, Dr. Welsing was all about uh, in a lifetime. I believe that mm-hmm. this is a way that we can weaponize our people with information and with the scholarly uh, works and accomplishments of people who come before us because without John Henry Clark, Francis Wilson, Amos Wilson, Ivan Van Sertimer, Dr. Ben, and so many others, I don't believe I'd be at a place, at a plateau in my life where I could intelligently take a position on a show like this because I just wouldn't know too many things that I didn't know. And because of these people, you know, I published a book and working on my second book and and the urgent Mm -hmm. agenda for an emerging new world, and all these things are coming out of these discussions and my research and my writings and my exposure to people who have been talking to us for 50 years about we've been drowning in the quicksand and not Mm -hmm. look down to see our knees begin to disappear until it's over our nose. So I hope that people will will take hold of these personalities and do something about getting, becoming aware, you know, becoming, everyone has a cell phone. Why not click on and YouTube and, YouTube some of these people whose names are being mentioned and 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 check them out for yourself. And I believe mm-hmm. that a reading people, I think Karen Hunter said, I think I heard her to say this on her program, Karen Hunter said that a reading people is a rising people. And I think right. reading is what we're not into at this point in time that we really need to get into if we're going to get out of this uh, prison system what? that we have been uh, exposed to. Yeah, I think people read. I think I think people read, but you got to understand that you know with the with the technology age we're in now, 
there's a different way to read than when me yeah. and you grew up. I would agree. I would and agree. There's, there's other ways to consume information. Information. Uh, okay. Matter of fact, I give I give example. If you just if you go on, if you just if, if you don't read a book, but if you want if you, if you go on you you go on YouTube or some of these other uh, 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 information sites, and if you wouldn't sit there and it's just like being in a class. True. You know you that is you, true. You know, and you get it. So, so I'm saying, so I'm saying, I think that you know, you know, because just like you know, so I, I started writing. Uh, uh, you know, I started writing it, and so basically, you know, and so you know, folks are, you know, you know, you know, they, you know, they're excited about me writing, uh, and, and so forth and so on. But again, you know, but that's, but see, but I'm writing, I'm writing for, I'm writing for me actually. I'm writing for me, mm-hmm. telling my people what I'm feeling. This is what I'm gonna be doing, right? Mm-hmm. From that perspective, I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, so I think that. And again, you know, uh, you know, some people gonna read it, some people not. Some people just gonna know me, and just assume authors, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm saying that you gotta understand that, you know, as we, uh, the folks do need to read, you know, and uh, you know, if you on, if you on my sites on uh, Facebook, or, or whatever, you know, then you are reading because, or you, or, or you're listening. So I'm just saying there's a lot more ways to get information to people now. Uh, you know, reading is still, uh, but reading, reading focus the mind. That's for sure. But I like yeah, that. If you got to focus the mind, yeah. if you got to be, but 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 in order you to, you got to be a very good writer. Now, okay, like I'm just doing, I'm just doing, you know, you know, uh, you know, opinion pieces of what you want to call them. Okay. Uh, you know, from a book. Okay. Right. You know, and so forth and so on. So you know, a lot of people can get a, a lot of good information. I have opinion pieces. So are they? So, so are those readers? I, you know, I say they readers. You know, if they if they read, so. you know, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so but you saying that about, you know, in, in the way books are, you know, you, you get audio books now. You get audio books. You can get so so really. When you start, when when it comes to the book game, again, it's got to be you know you, you know your personality, your dynamics, your information. All that has to come together uh, to make folks, you know, start feeling you and want to know what you're about, want to know more what you're about. Okay, well, I go read this. I go see what he's about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so, okay. so I say, and again, you know, um, you know, I I eventually intend to write, you know, probably about two or three books, but but if don't nobody buy them but my family, I'm gonna be happy. It'll be on the show. <laughs> I'm sure that many more people beyond your family will engage to buy your books. I feel certain that that will that will occur. You'll have a big, you'll probably have a wide following as you probably do now. You know, Dr. Raymond Winbush uh, and I had uh, we developed a relationship uh, over the uh, Zoom uh, computer, and we talked some months ago. And I asked him about. I think he has five or six books written, published. And uh, it does a lot of great work, uh, like we are doing tonight. And I asked him as a first-time author about all how do you how do you where do you you haul all these books all over the country? You pack up a, a stack of books in a room. What are you doing? He says, No. He says I use a lot of audio book technology, so that when I'm flying on planes 
or traveling across the country on my way to a lecture or whatever. I got the earbuds in my ear, and I'm listening to a book by whoever, and I thought that was really intriguing. So the audio book uh, is, uh, I think, a very, a very integral part of the whole process, and so I added it to the uh, contract on my second book to ensure mm-hmm. that people can buy the book and listen to it on audio book. And you know maybe they'll be more uh, engaged with the voice of Morgan Freeman <laughs> than my own. So oh, I, I I really think that's those, a good idea. Okay. Those readers or are those readers that's that, uh, that's getting that audio book are those readers or those listeners? Well, well I, I think I think you have to define what uh, reading and listening turns out to be, and if reading is what I must place my eyes upon, that then that may be a definition. And if reading through my mind's eye uh, can be accomplished by what I hear, then that might be another way to look at it. So I'm not sure I know how to answer the question. What's your take mm-hmm. on it? Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, you have, uh, the, the bottom line of it is you're an information consumer, right? Okay. Whether it's, okay. Whether it's listening to it, you consume right. it. Right. And yes. It's coming in. It's coming in. I have yeah. so you, you, you get more if you read and get more if you're listening. But I know that the convenience of being able to listen makes it more available, your words, to a lot more people. Absolutely. Most assuredly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so basically I say again, uh, you know, hey, Eddie here, uh, well, what about your boy? Okay, first of all, what about the Supreme Court? They're going down fast. <laughs> oh, well. Well, you know, I, I don't. I, I think that uh, Brother Thomas, I think they're trying yeah. to conveniently move him out of the out of the spotlight or out of the limelight, but I don't know if the problems have subsided or gone away. I don't know about if that, I don't know how that, that process is playing out. They get about his, about his mama, about his the, the about his uh, nephew that he raised. See, that's why see, 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 see what you have to understand. And, and I'm telling you about this because I remember back in the day. Because I, that's what I found out about that. Those mm-hmm. those political parties, these people with money. Because I know a couple folks that did. They go and they pick black folks when they're young. Mm-hmm. They kind of bring along into the you know into their program. Mm-hmm. And see, like that, it's like that. You know, Clarence Thomas's uh, nephew. You mm-hmm. know, you know. You know, they groom him for the program. I wonder where he at now. Hmm, you know, they wind up giving him. You mm-hmm. know, I ain't you know, ain't nobody said nothing about where he at. True. You know, I'm just saying. You know, don't spend that kind of money on you. You know, hey, that's a reason. That's a reason. Yes, that's a reason. Uh huh. You, yeah, so, you know, I think it's kind of like the, the Catholic. I think it's kind of like how the the uh, the, the uh, Catholic yeah. priests. You know, they get these young kids and get them groomed and get them excited and get them moving forward. And the next thing you know, you got a, a huge scandal, you know, a huge uh, sex scandal going now, on. Now, I'm, so, I'm talking more politically in this case where they they use them like a Manchurian candidate. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, now, well, now. you know, being used is being used. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, being used, being used. So, so I'm just saying that. Uh, but, but the bottom line is, Supreme Court lost their, um, they lost their. Uh, 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 well, they already handled credibility with me. 
But you know, but they like have these lifetime have... positions. What do we do about this? They have these lifetime positions. You know, they well, you know, they talking about they talking about now. They talking about that's why you know maybe change maybe changing the uh uh the, I, I look here. We got a better chance now of reconfiguring the Supreme Court situation than we did a year ago. Mm-hmm. A year ago, I was going down because mm-hmm. you know, were crooked, but you know, wasn't nobody saying nothing. So finally, somebody finally went up and checked them out, you know. But you know, they know the jokes were crooked. And see, and, 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 again, again, see that whole thing, that whole, that whole political thing. Once they made corporations uh, a people, uh, you know, once they did that, and then they start, you know, uh, you know, the, you know, tax cutting. I mean, look, they let Walmart, they let Walmart pay a wage that ain't a living wage, and then and, and, and Walmart was so cold. When you come and apply for a job, they tell you how to go get food stamps. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So basically, it's amazing. We, it's amazing. We, we subsidize and we subsidize these billionaire corporations. Mm-hmm. Subsidize them. They work for Do them. Do we know it? Are we aware of it? Huh? Are we aware of it? Or is the action so subliminal that? We tend to not see what we're looking at. I wonder. Uh, uh, no, no, no. You know, the, you know, like, you know. I try not to use we, because uh, you know that's all encompassing. And so as we, no, no, we ain't we ain't never know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We ain't. No, 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 no. No, we ain't never knew nothing. So, 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 no, so it's not the we. It's about the system. The yeah, system. That's true. That is so true. Oper- economic system that grew out of mm-hmm. a fascist state. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we do. And so, so in that system, you know, just like, you know, just like, uh, you know, that uh, uh, Snowden and Judah Sarge and all them people, you know, when they mm-hmm. put all that information out, you know, and, and the, you know, and it's on Obama's turn. You know, they, you know, put all that stuff out. And oh, national security. Well, actually, it was more. It was more like busted security, right? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, that's what y'all doing in our name, and we don't know y'all doing it. You know, so basically, you know, again, you know, there's a. Look, I saw. Okay, like I saw the John Stewart. He interviewed this. Uh, uh, a lady from the from the Pentagon talking about the Pentagon budget, and he was saying, "Well, you know, if if, if you if you get eight hundred fifty billion dollars, and you can and you can only and you and you and you fail the last four audits, and you can't account for where sixty one percent of it is," he said to me, "That looks like corruption." And then she hmm. tried to actually in him that you know that the situation where they can't pull it up. Right down to show you where it is, that that ain't corruption. That's what she said. Well, that's not. And see, the fact of the matter is, it's revolving dough. You go work for the Pentagon, and then you leave the Pentagon. You go work for for those, uh, uh, uh you know, for them contractors. Mm-hmm. You know, and then somebody, and then somebody, you know, you may go back and work for the Pentagon. So they got like revolving dough thing working. Once you go work for the Pentagon, you know, get your big cushy job in the in the defense industry. And the fact of the matter is. Because you're like, I'm a veteran. And for them not to be paying them soldiers right, 
you know, I told you not happy going to get no damn food stamps. Mm. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's heartbreaking. And they, they it's heartbreaking. $800 billion, and my boy's on food stamps. Wow. Y'all wrong for that. Y'all wrong for that. You know, so so absolutely, so I'm just, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm saying so that's kind of what that is. That's kind of what they. Uh, guess what that? And, and, and so you think about a budget like, look here, when a war end, I, I remember when the Vietnam War end, it was somebody peace dividend. Every time, okay, when a rocket peace, and every time the peace dividend come, we get a we get a budget increase at the Pentagon. Now I worked in the defense industry. <laughs> okay. I worked in. The, well, I know how they cheat, and, and mm-hmm. I'm getting an example. Like, okay, like I go and clock in on an airplane, right? You know, okay. you know we some You know, we're doing this work, and so, and so, you know, and so they, and, and so we actually, we actually, you know, do the contract on time, right? But okay. and we've been did time, you know. So what they do is, you know, they want to. They want to do a cost overrun mm-hmm. because they and the philosophy is if we if we if we if we save money they're gonna give us less next year. Hmm. That's the philosophy. That's the philosophy. If we save money, we'll get less next year. We get less next year, and so we do. And, and so anyway, and, and I knew it was wrong, you know. So I you know I wouldn't eat, you know. So they have to you don't have to make me do it. So anyway, they made they made mandatory. Oh, they made. Uh, mandatory overtime where you had to come in. Hmm. So we come, we come in, man, and uh, 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 check in on the job. You know, sweep the flow. You know, go, you know, go up in the plane, play some chess. Because I was a chess player, I, 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 I bring the chess up, and we go up there and play chess. Yeah, man, and it just, you know, it just drained the clock. Just wow. drained the clock. Yeah. Wow. So, so you know, so I'm just saying that. You know that 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 you know, and that's the system, that's the system. And then and then mm-hmm. and then you know, of course you know there's money in making war. So you know and you know history showed where you know where the and, and Eisenhower said, the the uh, and the, 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 you know the military industrial complex. You need to watch it. Mm-hmm. To get out of control. Well, mm-hmm. fellas, it's control. Right. Because war is part of the fabric of American. Society, we're all society. You know what I'm saying? You know, with these cats doing now with the gun, these, these gun dealers, you know, back in the uh, Wild West, they call them gun runners. Mm-hmm. They call them gun runners. We we got gun, we got legal gun runners. Right. Here in America. Here in America. They, really? Because folks, yeah. folks won't let them sell that stuff to them in, in them different countries. They can't come and do that. So they sell them to uh, Hmm. With mission of the Republicans, and I'm not, you know, some cowardly Democrats that ain't that they, they, you know, like say, so, you know, they went through their thing where, where they wanted to be just like Republicans for one while. Hell, I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, one while between the Democrat and Republican Party, everybody was a moderate, yeah. and you, what know, King said about them moderates, right? You know, Malcolm X so, said a lot about them as well. Yeah, he talked about mm-hmm. the Dixiecrats and the Democrats. Yeah, he, he uh-huh. about yeah. yeah, they don't want it. Hold, they don't. Moderates want it. Won't let nothing change. Right, you're right. We're gonna keep everything right. Yeah, we won't. We won't uh-huh. let anything change because if we do, yeah. things will get too they extreme. Moderates, 
yeah, yeah, moderates are actually the true conservatives. If you actually had a political spectrum, instead of it being what, what they tell you it is now, uh, because, you know, actually, moderates are actually, you know, what would you call conservatives? I mean, after my, okay, wait a minute. If they had some sense, if they act like, if they act like normal people, they mm-hmm. basically be conservatives. And then what you mm-hmm. call as you call uh, 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 your conservatives, uh, you know, like I so said, they would, you know, they are what they are now. They radicals, mm-hmm. radical conservatives. And now I wouldn't okay. call them folks. I wouldn't even call them conservatives. They radical fascists. And wow. it's the thing of yeah. You know, look at our government. Look at our government. He ought to be shaming himself. He'll be shaming himself. So he gonna let a murderer go. I mean, you know, uh, make her an 18-year-old, can't buy a beer, but he can go buy uh, uh, AR-15. Yeah, and go out and kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah, can't buy I a mean, can of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, won't help our schools. You know, won't help our schools, you know, uh, you know trying to tie them down. You know, uh, you know, underfund them, and then when they underperform, go in and take them over, uh, uh, because they're not performing. And you underfunding them. You underfunding wow. them. And then, and then, why are you flunking? Right, right. If you don't give me the resources and I don't succeed and you turn around and ask me, why can't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Well, I, the answer I, I is because some SOB stole my boots. Excuse me. Mm, no, no. No, 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 no. I wish they'd have stolen. I ain't never had the boots. <laughs> if I had them, if I had them, I'd remember. Them. You might have been able to retain them if you had them to begin with, huh? I, I would remember. Look here, I remember if they stole them, bro. I, you know, not, not. <laughs> I'm still trying to get the boots. <laughs> Let's yeah, go back to Thomas for a minute because I wonder – I want to kind of follow this thoughtology about what, when will the flame go out around he and the, you know, gifts and the perks and the thing. When will that die down to the degree that he can kind of wipe his brow and say, I made it through that one? What, what do well, you see well, in that scenario? Well, look, all, all of them got some, yeah, I mean, like, he ain't the only one. I mean, they got, they, I mean, they got, first of all, you know, See, see, and it, that's just a perfect example of how life goes. If you steal something that ain't yours, if you if you successfully steal, nobody know you stole it, but you and you stole <laughs> right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It work out like that, Satan. Because you know, life you have kind of a circle of thing to it. Now them cats say, "Oh yeah, now, now Clarence, he's been getting away with it for thirty years. How long he's been getting away with it? Just having a great time." Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. He ain't having a great time. True. So, so you do all that. Like I say, you know, everything is good till it ain't. Everything's good <laughs> till it ain't. Till it ain't. Okay, I got you. And so you make them kind of deals, and 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 sell your integrity to money changers. You mm-hmm. know, and if you live a long time, you're gonna come to realize that it wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I wasn't sleeping too good before that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you find out that it actually wasn't working. Now you look at now you got 
and now he embarrassed the man about him. Nigga, about him, his mama, and his nephew. He got three Negroes. <laughs> Uncle Clarence. He own, he 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 owned three. He got three on his plantation. Crow, Crow. yeah, yeah. You know he right here. Oh he wow. Got, he got his own. He, he got his own little plantation. You got Clarence, mama living living at the house. You got the nephew, you know, up and coming. He's gonna plug him in somewhere along the way. You know he was gonna use him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what he did. You know, then he got Clarence. Sure, you should include Jenny. I mean, I know she yeah, white, she but got, she, yeah, she she had her hands. She had her fingerprints um, on that situation. Jenny on the plantation. <laughs> Man, no, <laughs> she's at the big house. <laughs> oh, she's big in the house. She's in the house drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She ain't out there. She's not out there in the field. She's drinking tea. Yeah. Yeah, saying boy this and boy that, girl this and girl that. Well, I mean, you know, we all were exposed to uh, what she uh, was producing uh, with this issue about whether the election was stolen. I mean, I was, I was, I was shocked to know that the it would be leaked out that she, in essence, said what she said and how you can how you can divide her from him with that verbiage out there with him being a Supreme court justice. I thought that was going to be the, uh, toppling. I thought the thing was going to crash there, but apparently at this point it has not. And if you note, his name is still in the news, but her name is faded away into the ether somewhere. And that was a Uh, terrible thing. I believe. You talk about Jenny? I ain't hearing nobody Jenny? talk about her. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. You need to, I, because I, I, I got a wide range of news sources. You do, nah, nah. Now they just found, see, they just found out, they just found out about about homeboy had Kellyanne Conway sipping Jenny some more, sipping Jenny money. So Jenny got, Jenny got some new, Jenny got some new issues. They call that the mule. That's the mule. That's person that's delivering <laughs> good. Here, 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 here. Uh, then, uh, oh, uh, uh, homeboy left a note. Look, look, he 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 sent Kelly and Conway a note. Come out, come out. Uh, you know, give Jen another twenty five thousand. But of course, don't put her name on it. <laughs> my 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 my. <laughs> and, so, and, so his, and so when they charged, his response was, "Well, you know, I've always." try to protect uh because you know how gossipy people are and so i was just mm-hmm. and, and so i'm always been trying to protect, to protect jenny and clarence well hey hey, hey, hey man you just confessed yeah, that's true just confessed. that's right <laughs> you you protecting the person who has committed a crime then you become an accessory <laughs> to the crime that was committed by virtue of you yeah. saying i'm protecting them <laughs> You ain't got wow. to be protecting Jenny. That ain't your job. Who gave you that job? Justice, justice is supposed to be blind. Well, then they are peeking under that under that thing. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be peeking. You know, yeah, you know, just supposed to see you know, what take, they is. Let's take Thur- Judge Thurgood Marshall 
and Judge uh, Clarence Thomas. And as I can recall, Thurgood Marshall was the first, you know, African-American Supreme Court justice to serve uh, that uh, I've aware of in my lifetime. And when I hear of him and when I read about him and I watch uh, documentaries about him, I get a much different picture regarding uh, him than I do Judge Thomas. And as you said a few minutes ago, if this Mm -hmm. thing had stayed under the cover, you know, longer, then uh, he would have, in essence, finished his assignment and not Mm -hmm. had a spot on his record, you know, if he had this thing and not come out the way it did. Actually, 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 uh, 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 you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, some of this came out in 2005. And, oh, and really? And referred, uh-huh, yeah, and they referred it to, you know, one of them oblivious committees that's supposed to be, and so it just, and, and so it, it died in committee somewhere. So this oh, time, okay. so now, yeah, yeah, so like I say, so they knew, you know, and, and again, that's why I say the media and all them folks, they, you know, like I say, they complicit in the system that allows certain people to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to say nothing because they're in the club or, 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 or you know, or they bosses is, is uh, you know, probably somewhere uh, playing golf with Clarence them or something, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. You, you know, cause she, so, you know, cause, you know, media now is, is, is more marketing than media. You know, it, it's more about making money, profits and losses. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it ain't about, you know, uh, getting the news to, you know, getting the correct news to the people. It's about getting clickbait, right? All that. So, then let's bring Don Lemon into the picture and what has happened recently with him. Let's discuss that. And talk. Let me learn something from you about the media and about those who are, are interested in making money and that these uh, talking heads or bobbleheads, whatever you want to call them, are gifted personalities, but they are still owned by, and you can fill in the blanks and share with us from there. Well, you know, Don, well, 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 I mean, you know, Don Lemon, I mean, Don Lemon, you know, is a classic, uh, 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 I would say, black capitalist, right? As okay. Far as, you know, okay. He, okay. He, 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 he basically, you know, he's, uh, you know, because he, he came out, he was gay, you know, later on, you know, he married a white boy. I don't know if he thought marrying a white boy was going to help him keep his job or not. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he did all that. But see, even before that, you know, he did a lot of, okay, like when, okay, like when uh, a person stuff happened, all that kind of stuff, you know, he was, you know, he was one of them, he, he, he was on that talking crazy at first. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I, you know, he, I mean, he was kind of, you know, he was kind of, Come on, and I'm going. Come on, man. Can you see that stuff? So you know, so he didn't, you know. So and then, and then later on, okay, now you, and then like years later, of course, you know, he be talking. You know, he all self righteous now about all this, mm-hmm. but see, all that stuff was going on back then. And again, okay. you know, but he was working for the corporation, and he was doing what the corporation wanted him to do. You know, he mm-hmm. was doing his black. You know, you know, you know, if you work them kind of places, uh, unless you got your own special cachet, then you know. Mm-hmm. It, Pretty much like they trot your black face out whenever they need it, and so mm-hmm. you know, kind of. So he kind of, I think he kind of, uh, as he kind of, you know, after he blew up, you know, he got mm-hmm. kind of, you kind of got out there, and I think he probably uh, kind of got a little bit, uh, 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 you know, too uppity. Mm-hmm. You know, he started trying 
And I think he started trying to, you know, trying to, uh, you know, be, you know, be more pro-black or whatever. So, oh, you got to mm-hmm. go. No, no, I'm you know, here. I'm right here. Now, oh, I'm he had to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, not you, brother. I don't know where. Well, no, I'm to my uh, considering, considering this issue with, uh, let's talk about this thing about, you know, I, I hear talk about people who are in uh, show business who, you know, sell their souls to the devil or sign these contracts and give themselves over. How aware are black capitalists like the brother that you described here how aware are they of what they are going into as they enter the gates of these uh, corporations? Do they know what's, uh, what the deal is or what may happen if something goes wrong? What, what's their awareness level going in? Well, I, you, know, I, you know, I like to say this. I like to say, Judas White and Judas Hill time came. <laughs> okay. I will say it. Well said. And so... And, and, and so when they get into them spaces and start, uh, you know, you, you know, you know, going to work in them kind of areas, uh, there's obstacles. There's different ways you can go. And them, you make you make choices. What you're gonna do? How you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? And it's okay. up to them. And some individuals as far as how they gonna, you know, react when somebody say, uh, you know, how much, you know, how much you, you know, how, you know, what's your price? You know, I need okay. your, I need your moral authority. I need your, okay, uh, carriage front. You know, how much is it gonna cost for me to rent that? Okay, all right, I see where so, you're going. And, and so, if you can't, and so in that proposition, if you can't, if you're not, uh, 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 you know, if they're not renting your authentic self, mm-hmm. then they rent something else. So you okay. just gotta be, you just gotta be aware of what you're selling. Okay. All and, right. And most folks, they go in there. I say you whatever you need. You know. Hmm. So, you know, it depends on the individual. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I do understand. So that 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 differentiates a Joe Madison from a Don Lemon because Joe Madison just he he does it the way he does it, and uh, he says well, it the way he says it. Yeah. That's from the movement period. Yeah, he's from the movement period. Don Lemon ain't from the movement period. Don Lemon okay. is, 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 you know, he's from, he's close enough uh, from hip hop generation. Okay. You know what I mean, you know. Okay. You know, he said rights. So that's different. So that's different perspective. And that's another thing, too. You know, again, America is a corporation. And so they want to treat all of us like we're their employees. You know, and so uh, but we have to understand what America actually is, you know, when we go into them spaces and understand, you know, you know, when you, when you create, you ask about, you know, can everybody come to understand their content is worth something. Your content mm-hmm. is worth something. Money off your content. So now the thing is, how can I make money off my content? Well, America is touted as a, a democracy or a constitutional, I mean, a, a republic or whatever the case may be. When you're saying that America is a corporation, I wonder if the average black American understands what you just said about America being a corporation. I yeah, wonder. yeah. Most folks don't know that. I mean, most folks don't I, know I, that. I would think so. I would think not. You know, and so, and so, and again, it's one of the things that they did, that they sneakerated 
uh, I guess about, I, I can't remember, what, 40, 50 years ago, something like that. We'll see, it's been ago. You know, what he, he, mm-hmm. he, 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 what he did that, mm-hmm. you know. And so, because you remember, America used to be on the gold standard. Right, absolutely. You know, and so it, it was kind of, you know, and, and so basically, you know, when they officially, because they actually hadn't been on the gold standard for a long time, but they pretended they were. I remember when mm-hmm. Al Gore, last time I heard anything about the gold, uh, about, uh, was it Clinton? Was it, was it, was it yeah, I think it may have been Clinton. Uh, the last person I, where I heard me talk about it, where, uh, and, you know, in one of these campaigns, I remember one account with the politicians going, they, they said, well, well, where's the, where's the, uh, 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 well, I think it's Reagan, you know, that, you know, where's the money, where's the money, where's the, of course, the, the goal was tied to the money. They said, well, you know, mm-hmm. it's in Fort Knox, you know, it's in Fort Knox. Oh, okay. It's in, you know, so I'm just saying, you know, folks are still, uh, thinking that the thing is connected to, uh, 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 you know, go. So, 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 so now in reality, when, when they say if you get into a, if you get into an argument, uh, an economic argument, and they got you talking about uh, about about it's not enough money or whatever, that's just a that's just a lie. That's the, I mean that, I mean that's the, there's you, you know now there's inflation not that kind of stuff, but there's you know but you know, if they can get you talking about they ain't got no money and they then they've already they've already gotten over on you. Because see, whenever the war pops, you know, shit, whatever, absolutely, you know, absolutely, we, we always, you know, you got more money. So I'm saying, so that tell you right there that that's a lie. Yes, Uncle Sam's pockets are never empty. They're just supposed and, to be, so, supposed to be, or told that they are, but they're not empty. And it goes back to those folks I'm telling you about that be running these systems like that, you know, like like Sachs work for the defense industry, you know, folks like that. That's hooked up like that. They making bag loads of money. Wow. They making bag loads. You know what I'm saying? You know, retiring with golden parachutes. Mm-hmm. You know, all that. You know, well, now, parachute Simmons, you, you mentioned how money's being made now. You remember when uh, a General Powell uh, went on national television uh, and uh, talked to us about the. Uh, weapons of mass destruction that were being transported and so forth and so on that created this, uh, I don't know if you call it invasion or this uh, Gulf uh, War incident. Uh, And I remember hearing that Dick Cheney was connected to uh, a big concern who was producing goods and equipment and so forth and so on and that he was tied into that and making, as they say, boatloads of money because of uh-huh. you know uh, yeah, war yeah. effort initiated he was that was war, yeah. actually lied about. They say the one that forced the war thing. He did that. He did that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and that company that you're talking about, he worked for, made a lot of money off of it. Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton. So I'm just saying that that's the, the, the that's the program. That's the and, and again, you know, you know, folks are getting wiser to it. Why they mess over Americans? Where Americans, where we get messed over at is that they know by starving our educational institutions, they can keep everybody dumb as a rock. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. They, Most assured. You know, look at they don't they, 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 they don't want you to understand economics, and they don't want you to understand civics. They don't want you to right. understand none. Of them. See what I'm saying, right. you know, that, right. you know, uh, they got they got white, you know, like the the, the system got white people thinking if 
if me and you, if me and you uh, create some doc, create some economy, then somehow white people are going to lose. Now, that's, mm-hmm. if you know anything about economics, that don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. don't make no sense. Because economies work like this. If me and you create something, then it just grows larger because it's hooked up to the larger economy. Don't right. it? Yeah, see what they don't see. A lot of folks don't want is that me and you will be receiving direct benefits from that. Mm-hmm. I see. Which, I and, see. And, and some folks look at that as I'm losing control. Mm-hmm. Folks, they I'm losing is, control. They lose. You know, they not necessarily talking about they lose money. They talking about they lose control. Control. Yes, that's right. Why don't you explain the difference? Uh, put some light on that, the, the difference or the similarities or the comparative analyses between control and money for the people in the listening audience. I think it would be beneficial for them to hear what you would say about those two pieces of the puzzle, control and power. Uh, well, well, and money, right? Money, money is just a tool. Money is a weapon. Okay. Control has to do more with more with uh, uh, a mental capacity, mental okay, or, okay, or, all right. You know that type of control. In other words, you know, got, you know, an example is, you know, these sisters go on these jobs, and when they leave, after hired by three people because they're working the heck out of them, right? Yeah, so it. absolutely. Yeah, they're working them like that. They have got them it. thinking, you know, y'all, you know, y'all, you know, y'all be glad, you know, be glad that we like you. Why we working mm-hmm. you to death? And so, <laughs> you know, that's about that's about control. That ain't you, you know, yeah, yeah. They pay, but they paying for for one person's job, but they but they working mm-hmm. a three. So that's sure. control. Absolutely. That's what okay. That's what they want to do. Instead of you going and coming in their business and and give them your intellectual capital and and working like that, you'd be do, over here doing it for yourself. Now that now that's mm-hmm. losing control. Now okay. I've lost my control. Uh-huh. I'm coming off the plantation now and taking over, for, uh-huh. yeah, becoming independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's like having a, it's like having a, uh, 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 a triple A, uh, farm team in baseball. Mm-hmm. And so they can just come down and just call up Mickey Mantle whenever they want to. I call up Willie Mays whenever they want to. In our case, whenever uh, they want to. Okay. And call, I see. I, we're talking about the business or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, so we're kind of like a, they treat us like kind of like a farm team. Hmm. I got you. See what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. Now, and I think and so, what you just explained is going to really resonate uh, among the listeners. You know, I, I find this to be uh, a fact with myself. When I'm uh, hearing people discussing matters that are deep water matters, and I'm in shallow waters about it, I can really appreciate hearing people explain concepts and explain things that I don't quite understand because, as you said at the outset in this program, when you are gaining new knowledge or you're getting new information, you're actually becoming a new person and a better person and a more weaponized person. Uh, And so I think that the listening audience, I think, what is being done is empowering to those who are listening because now they can take these definitions, explanations, and put it in their own way of thinking 
and their own way of communicating it to people in their own circle. And I think it it makes for a better, a stronger unit of black people because when we know, then we are better because of what we know and we're better equipped to do to defend ourselves when we understand the difference between you know, capitalism and communism and thisism and thatism. It has to be put in a layman's format, and I think that's that's what will empower the listeners across the nation uh, to utilize so that they can uh, move in lockstep with us to try and create a better society. So I'm proud of <clears throat> these kind of explanations and definitions because mm-hmm. uh, I'm growing as a result of them. Well, well, well just to make it plain, we're on a farm team, and we got a dysfunctional relationship with the owner. Okay. Yep. And that's, well, that spells up. it out right there. Yeah. Give me, give me a chance. Give me, let me get in that battle box. But now, look here, though. Right. You know, but see, now, where we are now, though, uh, we've developed to the point where now we have the Negro Leagues. <laughs> Such as? Oh man, you know, we got all kinds of uh, you know, you know, stuff going on now. You know, we got people that got uh a licenses in the computer the computer area, you know, mm-hmm. medical area. You know, right. we got yeah, yeah. So we got Absolutely. you know, we got you know, we got folks up and coming and then you know, we got the uh the technology base is making it will give us an opportunity uh to not have to come face to face with racism on the same Mm-hmm. Intensity level. I see now they'll see they'll see your product before they see you. Right. All right. You know, hey, they may not never see you. Correct. That's correct. So, they may never see you. Yeah. So anyway, so so you know, so we got the, you know, so we got the, you know, and so you know, like I think that, you know, kind of like kind of like that what kind of thing, you know, we got our, we got the Negro leagues over here, so uh, you know, we got all the best players. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we're gonna put our best players on the field, and see if we can do the, you know, create something for our community that's gonna sustain us. Right. Yeah. Took up to see we, you know, when we integrated, we didn't get because we had our own separate economies before uh, we got integrated for the most part. You know, sure. we had our own, you know, community economy. But once we integrated, mm-hmm. they just plugged all our stuff into the larger economy. So now. You know, we turn into they turn us into consumers, and they made it hard yeah. for us to, you know, get us a space where we could do. But now the technology, we are in a position where we can actually do some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next mm-hmm. to understand that hey, here, y'all can do it through tech. You know, just mm-hmm. understand that you know, get that thinking about you know you can't do nothing unless you have somebody white with you. Stop that. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Stop it, stop it, stop it. Everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody start all kinds of stuff. Don't come get your black self. <laughs> yes, sir. Don't, don't, don't. It won't hire you either. But yeah, when you try, yeah, when you start something, you want to know. Because I, mean, I told you, I've started a, a couple organizations, what about three? And and, and invariably, uh, somebody has, you know, they, they were back organizations. And invariably, somebody, well, uh, well, don't we need? Well, don't we need a Hispanic or uh, somebody? And I and, and I say to him, I just said to you. I say, you know, I said before I say before I answer your question, why is it 
But every time we do something, we think we need everybody to stop it. You can't help everybody. 49 can help 50. We need to help us. Hmm. Once we help us, then we can help, uh, you know, all them people that you want to help. But them people ain't trying to help you. So all I'm saying is you can't help nobody else unless you ha- unless you can help yourself. Yeah. You can't help yourself. You can't help me. Matter of fact, I don't want you trying to help me if you can't help yourself. Stop. I'll see what's going to happen. I'm going to wind up having to help you. And see, now we're over here, you know, it ain't going to work. So, you know, help yourself. Heal yourself. Forgive yourself. Right? You know, forgive mm-hmm. yourself, too. And that's very important. Forgive yourself. I don't care what you did. Let it go. Hmm. Forgive yourself. And then go do what you, you know, what you, you know, what you think your purpose here on earth is. Your purpose on earth is to go to go to work and pay bills, and go to mm-hmm. restaurants, food, and and come back and you know whatever. That, that ain't what your job is. That ain't what it is. You, you know, you're here to do more than that. So figure out Absolutely. what that is. Absolutely. And uh, start trying to do some of that. You know, with something. And and again, you know, you know, so, you know, we get into the material. A lot of people just live a material life. Mm. You know, I don't know how much you love me, but how much money you give me. Mm. Right? Wow, you that, know, that's challenging. Yeah, you that's know. very challenging. Yeah. You know, I will give you a measurement of love, but I'm going to give you a little bit more to let you know I love you more. And if I love you less, yeah. I'll reduce your payroll. I'm going to reduce it. So, you know, I, you know, what I do wrong? You, you get, I got <laughs> yeah. I got fifty this time. I used to get a hundred. Yeah, yeah. What what did I do? Yeah. Well, where, so I'm where's thinking, my money? Even folks that you know, even folks that have kids, I've 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 dealt with people too. And I'm trying to have them understand. You know, you can't. You know, like they, you know, they may be out of, out of town, out of pocket, whatever, and and they want to try to uh, 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 re- re- replace themselves not being there with things, with material stuff, with their kids. And I and I tell myself and I and I, and I told and both of them you took my advice. I said I said look if you if you wait to that if you if you just get that kid all them all that stuff toys whatever you're gonna do and if you ain't around I said I'm telling you when they get grown you have a problem you have a problem hmm. I say they need you now that's what they see you right now while they going through whatever they're going through while they're growing up just like you grew up you got to be there for that. You can't send you can't send money to replace that. You can't send toys to replace that. You can't send you can't do that. It won't work. And so I try, you know I try to tell people you know if you if folks just raise their kids on technology. You know I remember when folks raised their kids on TV. I thought that was a bad thing. Now they raise them on uh, on a cell phone, and they are uh, they are really capturing the mind of the masses with these tech technological devices, uh, mm-hmm. every person uh, down to the youngest child now yep. has access yep. to cellular technology. And it's uh, mm-hmm. it's concerning. <laughs> it's quite concerning well, in my opinion. What, 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 okay, we have to understand that, that what, you know, actually it's like, see, me and you old enough, we watched the whole thing come down. You know, I remember when a computer was, well, took up the whole room. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, guess how long ago that was. People wouldn't <laughs> believe that, but it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so what I'm saying is that, 
uh, me and you, we grew up watching the technology take place. These these kids here, they grew up in it. It's like it's like me and you. It's like they were born in water, mm. such as technological water. But they were born in technological mm. water. Me and you, me and you was born on a bank. Absolutely. You know what I'm Boots yeah, on, the we on the job yeah, yeah, training. Yeah. 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 And, and so, and so, what you have to understand is that they have no, they have no sense of anything else. To them, that's what it is. It's like swimming for them. Mm. Okay. And so, and that, and I try to compare them to us in that sense. Mm. Something, mm. you know, that that stuff's still basic. They they, they need you to love them. They need you to tell them what's right and wrong. They need you to be a good example for them. So all that's still, all that's still, you know, is still in place, still needed. But, you know, the way people are raising them now, you know, they raise them on the, you know, on the phone, and so forth. And instead of spending time with them, even though they're right there in the house with them, they got them on the, they got them on the. And then after a while, the kid, you know, they prefer to be on the computer rather than talking to their parents or whatever. So now you sitting there together, but y'all ain't talking. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think, I think. I think this generation now believes that they can take the uh, exclamation marks, the question marks, and all the uh, the grammatical uh, entries that they can make and put emotion into what they say. You know, like when LOL, laugh out loud. I think that we've gotten away from actually communicating with people to thinking that we can put expressions in these machines and they can come over, you know, the same way. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, to hear my parents say to me, I love you, and from their voice resonates much differently than to see it on a text or see it across a computer uh, email message. Just two different worlds to me. The human touch is there with the human voice. But the words coming over some sort of machine don't necessarily resonate with me the, the same way. They just do not. But I will say this, though. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, are you, are you watch uh, Star Trek? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I grew up watching Star Trek. Yeah. You, Captain Kirk, you, Mr. Spock, you, you, Bones. You remember Spock, you do the mind mail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, what's, that's what that's what's going on with technology. We're doing the, we're yeah, doing the mind. Yeah, that's right. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good uh, parallel. <laughs> good way to put that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're doing the mind mail with the technology, and I'm saying that yeah. the kids that's born yeah. with it, for them, yeah. they don't even know that they they don't even know they're doing the mind mail. It's just it's just what they do. That's what they do. Yes, yeah. just what they how they do it. Yeah. Me and you, you know, we're looking at it like, you know, we're still looking at it from uh, from a 360 angle. You know, they just, you know, they don't they don't know nothing about it. Oh, you got to tell you about when I go talk to kids on career day, I take my rotary phone and pass it around and have them tell me what it is, you know. And, and so, you know, you know, somebody in there know what it is, but not all of them. They don't know what that is, you know. That's and, then, so, and then when I tell them it's a phone, I tell them it's a telephone, you know. I said, now show them how you use it. And the first thing they do, they go start pecking on it. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, no. that's really, really interesting to look at a phone 
and start picking on it. <laughs> well, well, they, well, because, they, because they don't know what it is. They, uh, they parents, you know, they uh, somewhere along the way, they parents ain't show. You know, ain't nobody told them what that was. That's a lot of stuff folks ain't told their kids. Uh, you know that they. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. They got them. Yeah. They love them and all that kind of stuff. And right. I be telling them, right. hey, look, everybody don't love you. Right. We love you, but everybody don't love you. You you can't walk around. Like everybody love you. You know, you can't you, you can't that. let folks call you the N word because you like them, and you are gonna let them be you. Okay, you gonna let them disrespect you because you like them. See that right there? I mean, you ain't learn. You don't know nothing about your history, which is the school school's fault, the the system's fault. They ain't teaching them mm-hmm. that. So, so they out there again make decisions. So when they go to some of those uh, spaces that we're talking about and start trying to make it, and the man and the man says, "Okay, what's your price?" Well, you know, they don't know their history. They don't know their history. They don't know they were. Right. Yeah. So my price know. is cheap. Yeah, my price is cheap because yeah, yeah. I don't know how to. I yeah. don't know what what number to put on the table because my price is what so if, cheap because I don't what, know. Whatever you gonna give me. <laughs> that's so. That's so reminiscent of how it has been. I'm laughing about it, but it's really sad a reality because mm-hmm. what you just said. And what you just enunciated is so true. In so many cases, just whatever you give me, I'd be glad to have it. I'm glad to be here. Because you've been taught to pray like that. Lord, right. I'm just a no good sinner. Mm-hmm. Ain't, no, <laughs> ain't good for nothing. But I hope you'll bestow a blessing upon me. Of course, Lord, <laughs> yeah. Lord, yeah. look down going, really? really? Uh-uh, you, you don't pray right. <laughs> <laughs> get it, get it together, or leave it alone. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't help no. If you, if you all that right there, you need to go get that straight, don't you first? Yeah. You know, you all that, true. you all, you all that, and then you ask me to help you get a car. Right. <laughs> you just told me ain't no good. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I'm no good, but I need a ride so I can ride around and project yeah, like, in humanity how no good I am. Yeah. Yeah, y'all can ride around yeah. and be no good. Riding in a, in a nice car, yeah. no good. <laughs> so I'm just, I can be, no, yeah, I can be yeah, on so four saying, wheels riding around, being no good. Yeah, you know, we need to teach. So, so our people need to know how to pray. They need to know how to, uh, 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 you know, just basically, you know, listen to themselves talk. They need to listen to themselves talk. Listen, to see what you're saying. See, most folks they spend their time not trying to hear themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I suggest you just listen to yourself and see what you're talking about. Right. What are you, what are you talking about? Right. See what you're saying to you. And if you want to know if you you know what if you, you know what you're doing. Just listen to yourself. You know what you're doing you to yourself. Want to play? Yeah. yeah. If you want to play? It ain't you talking to you. Then okay. Right. You can play. You, you can just say it's your higher mind talking to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you want to be, if you want to identify you talking to you, uh, you know, just say it's a, you know, it's your spirit mind speaking to you. Your ancestors mm-hmm. trying to help, mm-hmm. you. trying to help you. But right. you got, you got to listen. What they, you, you got to listen. Right. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. You know. It ain't so, like they're not talking. It's not they like, like they're not talking. talking. No, it's they not like they? that at all. Uh-uh. Because see, we have. And so that's another thing that, and that's the thing, again, that's something that, that's something that you've been kept away from because we've been, you know, like, again, 
spirituality, uh, you know, versus, you know, religion. Religion is a ritual, okay, mm-hmm. that leads you to spirituality. Mm-hmm. So basically, so basically, like I said, again, you know, you can't, you know, you can't just go straight to spirituality, which is your natural state. Mm-hmm. Your natural state is spirituality. So, you know, you don't have to have, you ain't got to have nobody uh, actually tell you to go do right. Being, you know, you ain't got to. You know, you don't need. You know, you ain't got to have an organization tell you to go help the poor or to, you know. True, true. Yeah. I agree. And, I agree. You know, uh, yeah, agree. you know, yeah. you can do that on your. Own. You can do it on yeah, your. Own. Instinctively, you can do that. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, so so, you know, but the way again because the the gospel has become, uh, again a financial institutional business commercialized like Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. See, so now you know it. You know it. It's it, it taking on a whole nother, you know, uh, you know persona. So mm-hmm. you know, I'll look at post on Red Mike or something. But basically, you know, like I, I'm back to look at some of Red Mike's old tapes, mm-hmm. and uh, Red Mike was actually talking about. He was actually talking about uh, manifesting. Mm-hmm. He, he was. He, he he was actually talking about spirituality, and he was talking about manifesting. And and mm-hmm. and, uh, and of course now you got all them preachers on TV. I mean it's different. I mean and they, and they doing just what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, you know, uh, you, know he, he, you know, he was the main one doing it back in the day. I mean he wanted to took it to that level you see it right now. So I think uh, so. You know, you, you know, but, but basically, through like Joel, you, you know, like Joel, mm-hmm. you know, Joel, you know, he you know preaching. Mm-hmm. You know, he ain't preaching. He's he not Reverend Joel. He's just Joel. Right. You know, right. speaking the good news. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so, so, so I'm saying, but, but everybody needs to be able to go and just study the Bible for themselves uh, and just understand that, you know, men, that men wrote it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It was a document missing. Dead Sea Scrolls, they're putting those back together. So it's a lot of stuff that's missing. Uh, different different scribes wrote it, okay? So, you know, some of them wrote it from political perspectives. You know, when they did the, you know, the Church of Nicaea thing they did, when they did the whole flip the script thing. So we got to mm-hmm. understand that, you know, we're... You know, we're dealing with a, a situation now where we're having to understand, we're having to go study uh, and, we, and go find our history. And once we go look at it, you're going to find you that you are a major, major part, major part of world history. Not just, I, I, man, I remember when I was in, we had integrated, I was a twice school, history class, world history. And so, and, and so we was talking, and so we got, we, we got the part about the Romans and, and, and it was talking about these Moors, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I ain't looking. Okay, now, okay. Now they ain't tell me they were black, right? You know, because you know, you know, <laughs> it's called Moors. And, and, and I and and I remember saying, I, I said, man, I don't know who them kept. I said some bad, but there's some bad dudes, whoever they was, right? You know, they, they, okay, then I, okay. Now I'm old. I find out there were some black folks. Absolutely. You know, they ain't take. Yes. If they would have told Absolutely. me that, I would. I would have been all in the world history. Yeah, and then they, they knew that too. They knew that too. That's why it they was kept away from you. They knew how you would react if you knew. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Knew. yeah. I would have been all up in world history. You know what I'm saying? But see, they, 
you know, but they won't tell you that. So I'm saying the thing that would motivate our kids to learn, they say it would make their kids feel bad. So you're, so they're basically saying we don't care how your kids feel. That's and the basis that's of, I think, the learning Act in Arkansas. That's what Governor Huckabee Sanders has, in essence, said, is that we do not problem. care about your kids. We just don't want our white children to feel bad about what we and white and people and our ancestors and did to your ancestors. And that's a problem. Too bad. Too that's bad for y'all. But we just that's don't want problem. our kids to feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, a problem. It's a major so, problem. Right. So that's and so and so to put it in context, that's a dehumanizing statement. Absolutely, that's, it is. De- that's a dehumanizing statement. That's as fast that's, as you can yeah. get. Fast Absolutely, you, know, you, you get. I don't care that's how you worse kids. than the three fifths rule. That's worse worse hey. than the three fifths issue. It's worse, you know. To, I'm saying. to declare that a person is is to dehumanize me makes me. Uh, a Michael Brown, so that you can just shoot me while my hands are up, because I'm not. Uh huh. Supposed to sit yeah. there and pass and take it and look like you know and, and come home insulted every day every by day. your kids yeah. who's right. being told. So you know, uh, right now we're not. You know, we're in a time of truth. Uh, you know, because you know because of the way it is. You know, we can, have this, we can have this conversation because, you know, uh, uh, three years ago, uh, they would have been, you know, we was having this conversation, supposed to be saying, man, I'm casting it. You know, but now, now that the deal and come down, everybody can see it, what it is. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when a cultural, when a cultural yeah. civil war. Cultural war, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you said it. You said it so war. well that this is a cultural war. Yeah, and the, you know, and and, and uh, uh, gun, guns have been introduced in a big way. So the issue is, how do we, uh, you know, get to a disco, uh, you know, uh, de-escalated uh, position? You know, the bottom line of it is, you know, I think everybody can finally come. This next election, twenty twenty four, going to be pivotal for America. Whether you know, uh, you know, how it's going to go. So basically, we have to really, uh, uh, you know, we have to really, as black folks, we have to really demand that our politicians uh, start to, see, my thing is, if you ain't, if them folks ain't upset with you, then you ain't doing nothing right now. And so a lot of our politicians, they just end up, you know, doing their own thing. You know, like, the, like in Tennessee, uh, you know, for they, you know, for them two young men got there. You know, they asked some other cats, well, well, you know, what y'all, you know, y'all ain't say nothing what they was doing all that. You know, so you know, they sit there, they well, you know, they, you know, they still just do that to them. Mm-hmm. So you know, it took, so and that's and it ain't just in that state house. It's a bunch of state houses like that. Uh, you know, what they doing those Absolutely. type things, and, and and you know, and, you know, they don't like it, but they not, they ain't raising no cane about it. Anybody, right. you know, everybody. Correct. It's kind of you know, and now the two young men they stepped up. So I think they done. I think they done changed the game. Uh, least I'm counting on them changing the game. I think they changed the game. I think uh, you know, I think that they, uh, the, the, you know, done put a new dynamic into it. Hopefully, for the younger generation, get them excited. But again, well, you, you know, know, we got. 
Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned it because I look at these young fellas as uh, I remember the I remember when I was growing up and hearing older people talk about peers and how young people who were younger than they were could perhaps reach people who were younger than they themselves. So I look at the Tennessee too uh, as a, a new phenomenon, and I know, I believe that uh, those young people who are younger than they, who have aspirations to succeed in life, will look at what they have done, and that set a pretty high watermark, I believe. And I just, I just see it as a changing of the tide, a turning of the needle in a directions towards upward mobility for black people in this country. I take my hat off to those two fellas, and I listen to them talk, and you talk about articulate. Those guys handled up on their business when they were asked questions about their situation. And so to me, well, they, uh, they are the epitome of what, we, what we're going to become in this country. Yeah, they know, well, they know the history, and, and you know, that's the main thing. Like, they, they were, you know, they, they, you can tell that they, that they were well-read as far as, uh, you know, the history. And, and, and see, when you, when you know the history, when you know who you actually are, when people roll up on you with all that, because you know who you are, Mm-hmm. You know, you have to look at them, and they'll get it. If they don't get it, then you go ahead and, you know, hit them with some knowledge or something where they can understand. Hey, Absolutely. You know what? <laughs> you know, we never had a conversation. Oh, you know what I mean? You want to have a conversation? Really? So I'm just saying that, uh, <laughs> you know, if you know, if you know, then, you know, it, you know, that's your protection. That's your protection. Otherwise, when it gets in that space and asks you what's your price, Anything you get. Right. That's the magic it's, question. What's your price? And that's like the expected to, answer, whatever you give me. That's like going to the to the uh uh you know, to your to to the car mechanic or to your doctor and saying in, in the car mechanic case you should say, What's wrong with my car? Doctor case say, What's wrong with me? If you go in and if you say them words there, oh man, you know, ain't saying what's been happening to you. You need to you need <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> you need to go in there. You need to go in there playing like you already know what's going on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, if you go in there asking, mm-mm, you're in trouble. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> true. Yeah. 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 The doctor has a whole book full of stuff here that he can respond to that question with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you wind up doing two or three jobs on them on that one job. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, because you go in there, you don't know what you were, and you say, "Well, okay, I just do it this time." And then next thing you know, that's your job. Yeah. You know, from the fans, we guys understand what you were. Uh, we're all, everybody, we're all. The, the, the piece I wrote in the paper was about. Basically, bottom line was, we are all infrastructure. We are all community infrastructure. Communication mm-hmm. infrastructure. Okay. All of them. You know, we have the buildings and we have the facilities, we have the institutions, but those 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 things have people in them. Mm-hmm. So we are all communication infrastructure. So if, if mm-hmm. I know something, that's interesting. If I know something, you know, that's going to help my community, then I'm going to tell Doc. Mm-hmm. You know, if Doc, if Doc, you know, uh, knows something, you know, he's going to tell. 
somebody else that, you know, if they make him use that or some yeah. organization. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and just understand that information is, it's fungible. You know, it's like, you know, anybody can, you know, it, it's, it's like, you, you know, uh, my definition of power is, for everybody to know, my definition of power is, uh, it's an entity or energy shared by all in its presence. An entity or energy shared all in its presence. That's my definition of power. Me and Doc right now, me and Doc got some power going. So, so uh, you know, now. That's profound. That's profound. Some people's concept of power is it's something that I can gather or something I can store somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh Authority, authority, uh, you know, you know. Well, well, I'm not gonna do that. But anyway, authority and leadership—that's kind of like yin and yang too. But um, mm-hmm. but now power. A lot of people, you know, when you work with them in different groups, they wanna, they want quote the power, or mm-hmm. they do try to get the power, not the understanding, power. but not understanding that. Their power, their power, uh, comes from the other people that they are working with or associated with. That's where they get their power from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, mm-hmm. it's part of part of the power. You know, so so I say, so me and you, right tonight. You know, me and you doing power tonight. You know, uh, when yeah. I write with the man, doing power with them. Yeah. So understand, yeah. understand power. Power is something that's Power is something that you share. It's not something that mm-hmm. you can covet. You can't covet but you can't. It ain't where you Now, there have been a lot of, you know, there's folks full of history. There's a history full of people that have coveted power. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You, know, that, you know, so we got to, yeah. you know, uh, understand what that is. So uh, so understand your power. If you have power, every time you hook up with somebody, y'all doing power. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing fun power or whatever. Uh, Sometimes you, you, when you get together, create something like like what we're gonna be doing, Doc. Okay, that's mm-hmm. power. It's creating, yes, of course. You know, power. Uh, you know, dynamic that will you know manifest itself in uh, Freedom Ride 2.0. Wow. Okay. Power. I'm reading. Yeah. I'm reading uh, the preface in. Uh, Theodore Cross's book, The Black Power Imperative, and in the preface section of his book, one of the statements that he makes is about his thesis. He says, my thesis here is that for blacks, the distribution of power in American society is the single issue of overriding importance. He says the unequal position of, he calls Negroes, may be understood only in terms of unequal holdings of power. So you're right. It's about power, mm-hmm. and it's about the sharing of power. It's about the coveting of power. It's about the the uh, the uh, cancellation of your power so that my power can yep. be accumulated, and I can keep you out, and I can stay in. Power is the operative word tonight, I believe. Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh for, for those who haven't, for those who haven't looked at looked at it, when you you know, and, and of course you can get you know a lot of different uh, things out of. But uh, but I don't know how many of you have looked at the Matrix or different because they have different series of the Matrix. But 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 the Matrix, you know, the Matrix do all of that. It do the power thing. It do the 
mm-hmm. and do the synchronicity thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you start when you start doing, say if I say if I okay, like if I start doing head toward a certain journey, uh, I know by doing, you know, kind of like if I play pro football, I know I'm gonna get hurt because that's one of the things that's gonna happen when you play football. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, so, get hurt. yeah, yeah. So same thing with power. How I use it, how I use it. I could get hurt depending on how I use it, or somebody That's else correct. could get hurt depending mm-hmm. on how I use it. But we got to wow. understand that you power, and that uh, you know you should you know like you know study up on it and you know don't just say well I ain't got no power. Yeah, you do. Uh. It's like if, if if you know, if somebody come to you and say, "Oh, I ain't got no agenda. I'm just here, and I'm just you need to get as far away from them as you can." <laughs> from among them, <laughs> and be ye separate. That's what the scriptures say. <laughs> Yeah. And because 
and, and because they fought like they did, you know, that's why we can stand where we stand. And, you know, as a veteran, as a, yeah. you know, uh, you know, that's my legacy. You know, they don't be, you know, cats like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, you say, well, well, you know, well, why would they be fighting for American Indian? And I tell black folks this. I said, look, you know, through history, we've, you know, like, uh, you know, Roman, they just come get black armies. So we got the history of that. We got the history of it. And uh, and so we have to understand, too, in America, if we hadn't participated in those wars from the Continental Army War and all that kind of stuff, if we hadn't participated, guess what? They've been wiped us mm. out by now. That's absolutely right. We've been excluded and eradicated and put We'd on the been side. Been absolutely. Absolutely. And so we absolutely. understand that, that it's not about, uh, you know, like when I was in, like when I went to military, I went, I went, and this is in my mind, because I, you know, I was like, I was like 19. And so in my mind, you know, I was going to represent my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just my mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was yeah. going, you know, you know, so I, you know, so I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I ain't going to say, and, and tell you what I asked the Lord, but, you know, uh, <laughs> he, you know, he fixed me on up. I got to say it like that, you know, yeah, but like I say, but I, up, but I was willing, and all I'm saying is that, you know, that by us, you know, by us doing that, that, you know, we are, you know, we vested in America, so we vested, and so that's right. my that's right. We're vested know. here. Yeah, we're vested. Yeah, yeah. we're vested. So, they, that's and that's right. what, and that's what, and that's what other immigrant groups can't say. They can't say mm-hmm. we're vested in America. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, black folks, don't compare yourself with Hispanics or no other group. You're different. Yes, you're different. That's right. You're different. You're not, you're different. You're not that. If you're gonna compare yourself with a group here in America, you're close. You'll be closer to, and I'm not saying, but you know, you'll be close to. Uh, you know the white Jewish people. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I'm talking about as far as like in America, lore. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. as far as more, like, you know, you'd be closer to that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, thanks because, like I said again, you know, uh, you know they don't have the, they don't have the enslavement history that we have. That's why we both, percent right. no matter what your background, whatever. Black folks vote ninety some percentile together. No other group does that. Mm-hmm. Hispanics, they they all over the place. They vote maybe fifty six some percent, and that's because mm-hmm. they come from countries in South America, so they don't have mm-hmm. a common. You know what I mean? And, right. And then when they, and then when they get here, you know, the first thing they figure out is, hey, I need to be white, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I need so, my honorary white card. <laughs> yeah. And you remember when back in the day when black folks used to bleach. You remember, <laughs> you, you remember that? Oh, and yes, see, I do. <laughs> and, so, and so we done finally worked ourselves out of that. The Hispanics, they want to be white, you know, yeah. and, you know, so they don't have to bleach. So they just, right. you know, and so now they right. so so gave my moniker a white Hispanic. Absolutely. And, and you know, yeah. You know, about it is about you're trying to divide and conquer things. That's all that's about. So they Absolutely. So, so, so they so they're appealing to Hispanics by trying to offer them white status. Absolutely. Absolutely. By being called white there ain't no such thing as white Hispanic. So if you got white Hispanic, <laughs> you gotta have black Hispanic. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the universal law of opposites. So if there's going to be one, that'd be the opposite of that one, which would be the other. And then, they, they, and then when they show you, and then when you get a census, they say, well, you know, black folks, they only got, uh, you know, 45, 50 million. Now, you know that's a lie. <laughs> you know, that's not going to be a lie. Yeah, of course. That's not be a lie. You know, you put all them categories on there, and then, you know, you know, but you ain't got no. Huh? Yeah. You'll overwhelm the whole yeah. system. All these categories, man, just to divide people. That's all I'm saying. There's only Mr. one race. Fleming, I don't know where Rihanna is in this scenario, but at my clock shows that we're right at the 10 o'clock hour, right at it. So I don't oh, know oh, she's, where we are. We've oh, got one more man there. You're right. Look here. Uh, thank you, Doc, because I was having a good okay. time with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can give us a closing word right quick and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, for tonight, you got any thoughts or anything? Well, you know, buy my book, Resurrecting the Black Mind. It will empower you. Uh, I I learned that uh, Einstein said in 1946 when he uh, gave the commencement speech at the uh, University of Pennsylvania, he said that uh, racism is <clears throat> the worst disease. It's not the disease of the color people but the disease of white people. And he says, I will not remain silent about it. That's my thoughtology. I write in that realm. That's my mindset. Buy my book, odellcard.com, Resurrecting the Black Mind. And thank you, Mr. Fleming, for uh, what you're doing. And I look forward to next week's show. All right. Uh, and also, uh, a crew, I, I, began, I started about three weeks ago writing for the North Dallas Cassette. You can go online and pull it up, the North Dallas Cassette. Uh, I'm doing opinion pieces uh, about uh, folks in our community about some things that we that we're gonna have to do, and so uh, uh, got a nice uh, response. So basically, uh, again, I appreciate you, Reverend. Thank you for uh, showing up. I think Rihanna's uh, gonna be able to go ahead and take us on out. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Hope you have a good evening. Look forward to seeing you next week. All right, Rihanna. I sure thank you. I thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Rihanna. We appreciate it. You're welcome, gentlemen. Good night. Good night. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours.
every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing. Our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, 